On today's episode of The Keeg, we talk about the geek trailers that just came out, as well as the movie that just came out, Birds of Prey. Boom! Birds of Prey. 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 University of Fullerton, California. This is The Key. I'm your host, Dimitri Pereira, and today we have the Geek News of the Week to talk about. We got Birds of Prey to talk about, and I can't do it alone, so I've brought two amazingly talented guests with me today. To my left, your right, actress Shy Culver. Hi. There's so many I audience know. people out there. Hey, hi, hello. How you doing? How you doing? I'm doing great, Dimitri. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. 10 out, of, 10 out of 10, it's a 10. 10 out of 10, it's a 10. That's good. Ooh. I'm glad it's going up. Yeah. 10 out of 10, it's a 10. Uh, how are your allergies today? Awful. So if I'm hacking, my allergies are uh, not slacking. Yeah. That, I saw that on bumper sticker once. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, I'm not original, okay. Yeah, no, I'm joking. We oh. should put it on bumper sticker, though. Yeah. King bumper stickers. That would be something. If you're hacking, your allergies are slacking. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you heard it here first. Who's that voice? What's that voice I heard? Is that cosplayer slash editor Sam Young? You know it. Good to be back. Yeah, long time uh, guest of the show. Yeah. For the previous... This is the fifth season, and you the only season you weren't on was last season. Yeah, well, last season was like only three episodes, It though, was only right? three episodes, like a BBC show. Yeah, you, you know? just didn't bring me back for the Christmas special. Right. That's right, right, cool. Right. I heard you had plans. Yeah, I did. Was, you know, so that's I fair. I just heard. Yeah. So, uh, thanks for coming back. Yes, it was Happy nice to be, to be here. invited. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're invited now. First time guest of the show, Shy Just Colbert. remember, like, the way you plan this show is the way you host parties. Sometimes it's just nice to be invited, okay. even if we can't make it. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Um, I'm going to look through my text, and I'm going to find out whether I invited you. I'm pretty sure I asked you, 100%. and you did not reply to my text. We'll full circle this. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll full circle this. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll bring it up so you can shame me in yeah. the credits. Yeah, if you guys feel like shaming Sam, uh, hashtag Keeg Talk, K-E-E-G Talk, and uh, just be like, Sam. The fuck? Why are you ghosting Dimitri? I mean, yeah. What up with that? It's like, I get it. <laughs> I'm used to being ghosted, but come on. By a longtime guest and friend of the show. It actually started in my living room. <laughs> oh, yeah, it did. First episode, first season was in your living room. Yeah, so, that's weird. That was a cool living room. It was a cool living room. Yeah, go back yeah. and watch past episodes. It was a cool living room. Um, let's see. Yeah, so, big red uh, if you guys ever yeah. feel like... Uh, uh, asking us, you know, what we're about. You can hashtag Keeg Talk, mm -hmm. K-E-E-G Talk, and uh, ask us questions about the show. But before we get started talking, I want to ask you guys what you guys are all about right now. Separate than the topics of the show, what do you guys, uh, what are you guys looking forward to? What are you guys dealing with right now? So on and so forth. Shy. Uh, well, I'm a huge Sailor Moon nerd. I collect all 90s vintage Sailor Moon toys. Okay, I can uh, see you're, by your shirt you're at least a fan. Yeah, at the mm. very least. Yeah. Or a poser, uh, yeah. I, mean, I mean, which yeah. I'll embrace either way. Yeah. Listen, don't get me started. I won't stop. But I'm very excited because Sailor Moon Crystal just released uh, its new um, 
air date for the Sailor Moon movie. Okay. With the dream arc. <laughs> I'm so curious. So you watched the 90s Sailor Moon, yes. which as I did too. Yes. What did I see version? Best version. Don't care. <laughs> it all started on UPN, guys. Yes. Um, what are your thoughts on Sailor Moon Crystal? Uh, I know this is totally separate, but I'm just curious because go for it. I personally think it's a beautiful, and I know that it's like kind of a rapid fire version of Sailor Moon, but I still enjoy it. How how beautiful do you think it is? It's it's beautiful, but I know that they had shortcuts. Yeah. So the entire first season is trash because. Yeah. They just didn't care about the fans. Like Card Captors, season one? Huh. That they didn't release in the US? Oh, I love Deep Card cut. Captors. Deep cut. I love Card Captors. That's the other thing I collect. Card Captors, Sakura. So you're uh, a Card Captor Captor? Yeah, I am. Okay. My cat's name is Kiro. Oh. So. Is that the. Did you put a little bell fit? on it? Well, it was going to be Luna, but he's not a black cat. He's okay. a little tabby, so I mean. Oh, Um. Trash. I'm Trash. more of a fan of Sailor Moon, Ruby, and Sapphire, because I think that's the one where you can catch a grout on. Stupid. <laughs> I never knew I could manifest hate in my heart that quickly. <laughs> okay. To be fair, Sailor Moon Crystal has gotten better. It's gotten better. Just the first season, it was a hard hit on the fans. Just Google images of like what they gave us compared to what they well, really gave us they on Blu-ray. Yeah. Like, so I didn't watch it live. Oh, okay. Yeah, That's so I cannot speak to like what wound up on Hulu. So we waited like three, maybe five years for this moment. Mm -hmm. We all did. And then they gave it a, they gave it to us and like you had an eyeball up here with like here and like a face coming in like this on a body this big and you're just like. So it was cats, but for Sailor yeah, Moon. They had five years for one up. This episode, they gave us trash. I'm hoping we get a lot of the Sailor Moon fandom coming in and watching the show. Okay. We've never talked about Sailor Moon before, and we never will again. Yeah. Wow, never say never, okay, first of all. Okay, fine, we may talk about it again. We can talk about all four seasons. When the live action movies. eventually comes out. Yeah. It did. No, 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 I meant like an American live oh. action. I was like, like how they did American Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, I was like, let me tell you, back in 2003. Um... Yeah, hopefully we never get an American out of Oh, man, that was so deep. That was, was such a deep cut. Uh, what are you all about right now, Sam? <laughs> I'm, well, it's February 2020, and I still haven't gotten a trailer for Dune. So anxiously waiting on that because okay. I'm a huge fan of the series. There's a lot of big-name actors in There's one, right? a big-name director attached w to it, too. It's, it's Den Dennis Villeneuve. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. His name Villanueva? is... Villanueva? Villanueva, yeah, maybe. Yeah, I, think so. I cannot pronounce it. Yeah. I'm going to just be flat-out honest. I cannot pronounce it, but I love Blade Runner. I loved Arrival. Mm, I think nice. Enemies was so underrated, and if mm. he can bring even half of what he did on those movies to Dune, like, it's going to be beautiful. Like, I'm so stoked. I know nothing about Dune, so I want you to look at the camera like it's me and give me a quick, like, sell me on it. Give me a pitch. You're going to get so much hate. I'm going to get so much hate for this. It's better than Star Wars. But that's your pitch? Yeah. It's so it's basically what um, George Lucas did was he read Dune, okay. and okay. then he was like, I like everything that's happening here. I'm just going to make my own universe based on it. So Star Wars is Dune fan fiction. Mmm. I'm gonna get so much hate, like I'm gonna lose all my followers, but. As long as we get more viewers on this show. I'm not saying I don't like Star Wars. Come to me. 
She loves Star Wars. Yeah. And okay. I do too. I'm just saying like yeah. that's where a lot of George Lucas's inspiration came from is Dune. Okay. So it's um it's largely political <laughs> intrigue. It's set in space. Um, it's based around the currency of spice melange, mm. and Ooh, it's uh, competing uh, lords and ladies um, and houses fighting for control of spice. Okay. I'm in. Yeah. All right. I'm in. So good. It's so much more than that, because but the books um, do kind of what the movies wanted to do, which is span multiple generations. Okay. And Dune does that so well. Okay. Like you get centuries worth of lore in like seven books. It's so good. Look, you sold me on spice. Yeah. Because if there's anything that I dislike, it's bland food. We're not... Throw some spice no on it. No one's fighting for control or the mayonnaise. Some spice melange. But yes, I'm so <laughs> stoked on Dune. I want that trailer. I want to build the still suit. I'm ready. Okay. Yeah. You should do it when you cosplay. Yeah. I'm. Well, I'm hoping that because it's coming out this year in December. And Dragon Con is in um, September, I believe, okay. or it's the end of August this year. Um, and I really want to debut it for Dragon Con. Okay. So right. here's hoping. Yeah, I'm Jeez. going to WonderCon, so you know. Fingers crossed, we're going together. Yeah, fingers yeah. crossed. Maybe Beast we do Boy, a, a Teen Starfire, yeah. Robin. Uh, at a certain point, I'm getting too big for Beast Boy, and I'm just gonna be Beast from X Men. I mean, that, <laughs> yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, no, uh, no. Brian I did Cyclops. What's up? My husband did Cyclops recently. Cute. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Oh. Well, I would great. love to be Nightcrawler if you I'm gonna should. be. Uh, oh. I'm working. I'm also working on a Mephisto, like Ooh. a red Ooh. Mephisto Ooh. outfit. No, Wait, what? Jabba the Hutt? No, don't get me. I love Jabba the Hutt. I love him so much. Could you imagine just like. Just, I want a reverse Jabba the Hutt thing yeah, where like Brian. Yeah, where Brian. Sounds is, like a sex move. <laughs> so I'm going to try the reverse Jabba the Hutt. Yeah. It's pretty sexy. Yeah. Um, but where Brian is Princess Leia. Brian's oh, my okay. husband. And I'm Jabba the Hutt. And he carries me around. And like Not a little. Just a lucky guy with Brian out there watching <laughs> A little it's red so radio funny. flyer wagon and I'm just like laying there like just I want I want that in my life I need it that face is gonna come up later in. This I hope episode. so I actually I want that. it to be that the, face the freeze frame for the episode yes. um gross uh, <laughs> not sorry I take that back uh I this is my formal apology I'm sorry that I called Sam gross I mean I am um, in my best moments so and um I will learn from my mistakes and never do it again. I don't know who's flaming you, but don't do it. I took that as a compliment. I just canceled myself. Oh. Also, yeah. you're way Hashtag. more articulate than I will be. <laughs> I don't uh, think... Uh, in general? <laughs> probably okay. during this Can we get like um, a trash <laughs> counter of how many times she calls something trash? Because yeah. I'm living for it, like genuinely. Uh, We'll work on it. Okay. I'll talk to uh, I'll talk to the editor. Talk to your we'll post team. Yeah. It's just my face on a trash can. <laughs> it's trash. Uh, I loved it. We will. Ooh, I might do that. <laughs> well, okay. So I love it, and this yes. is another tangent. I love it because I love trash baby movies. Okay. And trash what baby. What trash baby? Movies? So trash baby movies for me are like, the critics hate it, but the audience loves it. Oh, That's okay. a trash baby film for me. Okay. So it's like if I were a raccoon. Oh, I'm sorry. Hit the mic. If I were a raccoon and I was foraging through like a trash can, there's still good things to eat. Like okay. I'm still entertained. Yeah. Where it's not just like raw sewage. Like that's a bad movie is raw oh, sewage. Okay. But if there's still things to enjoy inside the trash can, it's a trash baby movie. Okay, okay, cool, so. cool, 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 cool. Um, so Over the Hedge. Speaking trash, trash baby, baby movie. movie. You didn't like Over the Hedge? No, it, it's a trash baby movie because it's enjoyable, but the critics hated it. Did the critics hate it? 
I thought it was uh, probably. Probably. But it was cute. I like. So like ones. King Arthur, the one with Jude Law and. Um, Jude Law. Ooh, Jude Law You're and talking about Clive Owens and no 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 no. I loved that one. That one's good too. Also Trash Baby. Oh yeah. Cats um, don't dance. <laughs> Trash baby. Trash baby. That's such a throwback. Did you oh say my cats god. Don't dance? Yeah. Okay. yeah. With the guy from Quantum Leap. And like the weird Shirley wow. Temple. Wow. Evil. Yeah. Baby. He was he was a cat who came to Hollywood oh, to yeah. make it big. Yeah. Oh man, and you were just taking the back. The villain is Shirley Temple. Mm, it's great. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, Can we say that name? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Is it trademarked? That's weird. Shirley Temple? I'll have a Shirley I Temple. Uh, Sorry. Talk about movies. Okay, yeah. yes. All right, we got to get to the meat and potatoes of yeah. this episode. Birds and Prey. Was it a trash baby We're not film? even getting to Birds of Prey. Uh, we got other stuff on the docket. This is what I'm here for, uh, though. Let's talk about trailers in our segment called Trailer Talk. Ding, 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 ding. Thanks. You're welcome. Yeah. I'm going to put more in post, and we're going to make That's a whole fine, symphony yeah. out of it. Wait, can then can we all just do it real quick? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Ready? Uh, uh. <laughs> Wait. You uh, should just call it moving back. Moving on to our next segment, Trailer Talk. I'll play like the spoons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Except I can't keep a beat to the white stripes, so that's, no, that's yeah. Cool. It's sad. Um, Killing it. <laughs> first trailer we're going to be talking about is the new trailer for Minions Rise of Gru. Now this is a prequel to the previous Minions, which is a prequel to the three Despicable Me movies. Yes. Uh, Minions Rise of Gru is about Gru, Gru but when he's a kid. Yeah, yeah baby Gru. Becoming baby Gru. villain Gru. Yeah. Um, baby Gru, do, 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 do. Baby Gru, do, 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 do. Baby Gru, do, 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 do. I hope we get this Baby Gru. <laughs> okay, go ahead. That's all I got. You guys you guys are like two babies <laughs> that I'm having to run around the house and try, and you guys are like, putting, gonna put your finger in the socket, and I'm like, no. What I love and most like, about this dynamic and yeah. us being babies is that neither of us are wearing pants, because, you know, oh, but yeah, they can't yeah. tell. It's just diapers right. down yeah, here. Yeah, it's just diapers. Yeah. We're gonna get a weird demographic coming in. Like, this I'm episode. really trying to hit everything for you. Thank Did I get you. any it's more messages about feet? <laughs> Your feet are out of frame. Exactly. Okay, but good. they don't know that. <laughs> They're going to wait. There's going to be a foot shot later on in the movie. Do you Video, guys like Despicable Me? I think it's cute. I mean, when you go to Universal, you see the minions, and you're all like, oh, it's cute. And then the little girl, it's so fluffy. Yeah. Like. Have you seen the movies? Yeah. Okay. Have yeah. you seen the movies? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I haven't seen number three. Okay. And I haven't seen Minions. It's the one where he gets married, It's right? the brother. Oh. It's, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I've seen one and two, so. Yeah. Uh, I like it. Um, but uh, I never saw Minions. The Rise of Gru, though, from the trailer, it looks funny. Yeah. It looks cute. I'm just wondering how much more they can get out of it. Yeah. There's What's so much you can squeeze from a franchise, guys. Is it going to be like Gru in high school? No, it's baby. It's like no, baby no, no, no. But the next one. You know oh. what I mean? Boy like, Meets what can, World. What can you like? TV show, but with Gru. I would love like, to watch the Minions get... just trying to make Gru babe. Like, no, guys. Like, I just don't. <laughs> <laughs> like what? What more can they squeeze out of it? Because yeah, there is a running clock on yeah, this. I mean, is there? Franchise. Because you can always make it so that like Gru disappears and the kids have to like find Gru. But wasn't that like, the, the point you can of have, the brother movie? Yeah, but you could have like the kids man it mm. instead oh. of like like focus on the kids. Yeah. And then, oh, and the kids. The kids have... taking up the mantle yeah. of Gru. 
And the kids, yeah, and the, the kids, kids have kids. Villains uh, I'm telling yeah, you. I guess you could squeeze a lot yeah. of You can squeeze bit. a lot. It's called legacy mm -hmm. films, guys. Speaking about squeezing Trash. a lot out of a Trash. franchise. Mm -hmm. uh, speaking about squeezing a lot <laughs> out of a franchise, let's talk about Fast and the Furious 9. I love these movies. Like I love them too. They are peak trash baby they for are me. trash baby. they it, are like yeah. the original trash baby film for me like it all started with stealing dvd players out of a truck <laughs> yep and now it's you got a brother who's not part of the family who also has a brother who's part of the family it's all about family it's all about so, family with familia it's about family mm -hmm. right and cars for cars so, and family cars and family but and the family that you make along the way yeah yeah because not all family is blood and not oh. all cars are family but Transformers. all blood is cars. Am I right? No. Does that make any sense? No. I'll give it to him. Thank you. Transformers. We find out that from this trailer <laughs> that Dom Toretto has a brother. Yep. Of course. Called, called Stu? I don't, know, I don't know what his name is. Tommy? But it's John Cena. Yeah. Playing Dom's long lost brother that is he's it, always is had. Is it Tom and Dom? Because that'd I be don't think it's amazing. Tom. Is it Jerry? <coughs> Tom and Jerry? Ga Tom, it's Gary? Is it Jerry and Gary? Tom and Jerry? Tom Dom and Jerry? And Jerry? Dom and Jerry? Different. Yeah, that's, that's different. That's a cat and a mouse. I yes. know that for sure. Yeah. But they're also playing cat and mouse no. in a way. Yeah. As all well, fast from here. Can we just talk about how in the trailer they gave away the biggest Oh the thing? reveal that they brought him back. The return yeah, like, of Han? That's yeah. insane. They're just like, whatever guys. And Tokyo. Yeah. Okay, but they so want they want people to come see the movie and be like Oh, it's not just another Fast and Furious movie. Like, yeah. each Fast and Furious What's movie has that? to show something new, right? I just can't believe they used that for the trailer. Because to me, that would be like, you save that for like the big, like what you want to bring in people on the reviews. Like, you never get, you'll never yeah. know who they brought back for this. And I don't think they want that to be a surprise. <laughs> I think they want more yeah. people in the seats. Yeah. So, you know? yeah. to that end, I'm actually going to say, you used to be like super critical of trailers. Um, in that, like, I remember watching Thor Ragnarok's trailer mm. and being livid that they showed uh, Hela breaking uh, Mjolnir. Yeah. Yeah. And I was just like, are you kidding me? Like, that's the biggest plot point. Yeah. Like, you are going to show that? Yeah. Yeah. And it made me realize when they do these things, there's so much more behind that's happening. Yeah. And it's like, it's literally just a nugget to get you into right. the seat. And I'm okay Especially with that. Especially Marvel movies. Yeah, Marvel I'm okay with Marvel movies have been hiding baited. their third act from their trailers. Like, yeah. trailers don't even show the third act anymore, yeah. which is great, because then they throw twists yeah. and turns in Marvel movies, and like, it, 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 so that's to that the end, the trailers. Yeah. yeah. So to that end, I'm not mad about Han. I think like okay. there's actually going to be more okay. than yeah. what we... We see. Uh, also, the part yeah. where the car is just like hanging on by a vine. Yeah. That was amazing. It's not a vine. It's not yeah. a vine. They're driving across like a, a rope bridge. bridge. And, and, then the and it's the bridge is literally collapsing behind them. But then it catches on and, and it swings, swings it around. I'm not mad so about it. So as I'm it. watching yeah. it, they, I'm No, like, they shoot a grapple. Yes. No, no, no. Yes, they yes. No. Yes. No. Watch that scene again. No, I'm sure they it's, shoot a grapple. It's the, it's the rope from the bridge yeah. that breaks. Yeah. They, I think oh. they shoot the pole. I think they do something, but they don't shoot the grapple. It's I want. A grapple. I literally want you to lay the, the trailer but, over this part. Okay. Yeah, we will. Well, that part. Find out who was wrong. Yeah. That I mean, part, it's probably going to be me, and that's you. fine. That but. part is the heart of the Fast and Furious movies. It's just how ridiculous yeah. can they keep topping themselves? Yes. Okay, but you guys have been on like the Fast and the Furious like ride in Universal, right? Well, it's not the, the ride. It's literally just the studio tour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's amazing. At one point, Dom jumps out of his car, grabs onto a helicopter, brings the helicopter down to crash the helicopter into a car, 
it's amazing. I could be yeah. remembering this wrong, but it's incredible. Okay. Uh, Basically, Dom's on a helicopter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is the next, we'll go one by one, what is the next big stunt that Fast and Furious will pull off? Some fantastical feat. Just use your imagination and, and tell the camera what you think the next fantastic, uh, fantastic, uh, Fast and the Furious stunt will be. Fast and the Furious 10 on the moon. On the moon? Just yeah. cars on the moon? They're gonna, they're gonna be cars on the moon. Okay. It's gonna be like an Independence Day Fast and the Furious crossover. Okay. okay. And they're gonna have to send Dom to the moon, kind of like how they sent Bruce Willis to space yeah. for the Armageddon. Yeah, Armageddon. Yeah. Mm. I want that. It's my dad's it, favorite. I don't movie. even think it's possible, but I want it. I feel like in that, Vin <laughs> Diesel will get his oxygen tube cut, yeah. but then he'll be like, it's all about family. And he'll live off of. He'll live off family. Family. Off yeah. of love. He won't even need oxygen. No. Because he's got family. They're going to pull a Sailor Moon bit where, like, they just start sending him their oxygen. Oh. Planet okay. power, you know? So if you had to create a stunt for the next big thing, what would it be? Van Diesel versus The Rock. That's Van all they can Diesel? do. Van yeah. Diesel? So he's part Van, part yeah. Vin Diesel. So we, no, he's John Van, John Claude yeah. Van Damming it as yep. Vin Diesel. There are yep. so many layers to this. There's yeah. so much happening. Okay. He's now a van. He runs on Diesel. Okay. And then they fight The Rock. Who? Is a rock? Is a rock. Okay. So it's like Transformers and Transformers. Transformers. <laughs> Trans I said what I said. They are just sexually <laughs> promiscuous. <laughs> this is all a thing. Yeah, we've we've written fan fiction about those oh. guys. Okay. Transformers. Especially yeah. The Rock as a rock. Okay. Oh man, there's so much that but can happen. Moss, let me tell you. <laughs> I was just gonna say they tie a bunch of balloons to a car. Up did that already, but with the house. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then they Pixar, meet the yeah. house. And they're like, oh. Disney would come for them immediately. Yeah, so fast. Just tie a bunch of balloons to the car. There's See an old man happens. trapped inside the car. <laughs> and there's a little boy scout on the side of the car. One will be let in. Um, it's gotta be a minority boy scout though. Obviously. Yeah. Obviously. Let me, I wanna be a boy scout. Is yeah? Is I was a boy scout a for boy a year. Scout. Well, I was a cub scout for many years and a boy scout for one Girl year. Girl scout. Oh, no scout. No scouts? No scout. Oh, sailor okay. scout. Oh, there you go. I was sailor a sailor scout. scout. That's a scout. What, what is your sailor scout like Patronus, I guess? Like, sailor moon. Sailor moon. I eat and cry all the time. I mean, we're millennials, don't all of us? Yes. Yeah. Rip my boyfriend. <laughs> Just eat and cry. Rip your boyfriend? Yeah. R.I.P. R.I.P. Oh, okay. I was like, rip? rip he got it. He got it. What are you going to rip? Got it. All right. Um, <laughs> Sorry, that was a tangent. <coughs> Let's talk about the Disney plus Marvel Super Bowl spot. Because Super Bowl happened last week, less than seven days away, or in the past. Uh, we saw that spot. What did you guys think about what's to come? There was three shows that they showed, at least a little bit of footage for. Mm -hmm. Loki, WandaVision, and uh, Falcon. 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 Super Soldier, uh, uh, Falcon Winter, Winter Soldier. Soldier. Yeah. Falcon Super Soldier. Falcon Super, well. It's just him. Who's who's to say he doesn't take the serum? Some oh. people are saying, <laughs> I don't know. I'm excited for WandaVision because she's really powerful. Like, let, going back to Endgame. Mm -hmm. Why are you whispering? I don't know, it's my it's voice. It's a secret, it's a secret. <laughs> Guys, it's I don't know if you're in Endgame. Endgame. Well, she was the one who really almost did it in, other than Cat, you know. Thor, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But she's very powerful. Very she yeah. almost had it, it. It's so cool to see this because it's very much like, I feel like, oh, it's House of M on mm -hmm. Disney. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's so exciting seeing yeah. like glimpses of like, 
comics that we grew up with now being integrated into the MCU. Yeah. Yeah. She should get more really love. Exciting. She's super powerful. And I freaking love that we got like a flash of the twins. Like, with the pacifier. Yes, that <laughs> yeah. was so cool. Yeah. I think it's going to be less House of M and more of that arc in Avengers where Scarlet Witch has the kids and it turns out to be just a manifestation of her mm -hmm. reality yeah. bending powers. They couldn't go as dark as House of M anyway, but. Yeah. Also, kudos to them for actually using the actors and not trying to. Right. Well, you know. with, with these Disney Plus shows, yeah. they are. Yeah. And it's going to tie in with the movies. Yeah. It's going to affect Everything's going to be canon. Yeah. Everything's canon, which is the problem with the Ike Perlmutter produced Marvel series, yeah. like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. or whatnot. It's that Those they're are not canon. all canon anymore. Yeah. And that's weird, but But kudos okay. to getting the yeah. actors involved yeah. and not just, you know, trying yeah. to... I mean, who's to say they're not canon, though, because we've already established that parallel universes exist. Right. So... But that's to say that, like, well, Looking then DC you, and Marvel are in the same multiverse. I never said like, that, no, first but they, of all. Are they? They could be. Like, when you bring up parallel universes, then, like, Ugh. anything is canon. I would live for Teen Titans to meet Spider-Man. Oh. I would live... That's your... Okay. You, you What's your ultimate Robin crossover? Tom Holland would be like, mm. yeah. I just I love Tom Holland. Uh, my ultimate crossover <laughs> would be me and Emma Watson. Is that what we're talking about? No, no that's different. Oh, okay, that's not okay. No, yeah. um, but if that's the case, Tom Holland. You and Tom Holland. Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh. He had a photo come out this week, and it's him in a man bun. Okay. And. It just did something to me spiritually. You like man buns? I didn't like them until I saw yeah. him in one. You so like I think it harkens back to like his role in Nightcrawler. Okay. Mm. Like he like really rocked a man bun and he rocked being malnourished and so. I didn't think that could work for a man okay. and yet it does. Yeah, like so. beard or no beard? No beard in Nightcrawler. Okay, but in your in your love of Jake Gyllenhaal, beard or no beard? I mean, he can rock either, so I'm not particular. I mean, I've been Prince of Persia, Jake Gyllenhaal. Whatever he wants. You yeah, know? whatever yeah. Jake is feeling okay. is fine Now I know you guys' taste. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, That's cool. it's literally a bit more Jake Gyllenhaal and my husband. Yeah. That's it. Right. Those are, and then any any woman. Does Bryant have a uh, man bun? <coughs> no. He no, no. Have a man bun, no, right? not anymore. Okay. Did he used to? Yeah, he used to, very briefly. Okay. You and just white guys with man buns, huh? Just Jake Gyllenhaal and my husband. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, it's very hard for me to, like, find a guy that I'm like, hey. Meanwhile, Birds of Prey, like, Every moment, I was just like, "Oh my, I'm having a bi oh crisis." My. Oh, speaking of bi crisis, did yeah. anyone? See, did you guys see Bad Boys Three yet? I haven't seen it. Yes. Oh my yes. god! <laughs> right. So the leader, Ammo, okay. uh, the leader of Ammo, she is. Is that Vanessa uh, Hudgens? No, no, no. She, she was also beautiful. Okay. But every actually everyone on that Ammo team was to be just beautiful, right? gorgeous. They're gorgeous. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Sorry. Wait. Can I go back to like? Yeah. Please do. My Back to reality. Tuxedo mask. That is like hands down. Tuxedo. Oh, like is your, who like? Yeah. Your crush. Man, Tom Holland. Yeah. Okay. But like. Tuxedo mask. Bring tuxedo mask. Bring me Mamaru. Just like well, I want. What? I want all the fun times with the throwing of the roses and the motivational pep talks. <laughs> Ugh. Get it. <laughs> Get up, Sailor Moon. Uh, Thanks, tuxedo mask. What a babe. <laughs> My job here is done. <laughs> you do anything. <laughs> God, what a man. <laughs> so, okay, so you want a guy to just show up but not save you, but just inspire you and then like, that's well, good the enough? the best part about him is every season he gets brainwashed and kidnapped. So it's yeah. like a reoccurring it love. It, I mean, uh, it's it's like great. meeting you, your love all over again. It, you get the tension every season. Yeah. Mm. 
I wish I could love anything as much as you guys love Sailor Moon. I or at least Shy. Sailor Moon. Yeah. I mean, Shy loving Sailor Moon is on a whole another level. True. That'd be a whole yeah. other talk show. You should. You, you should. should. Make, uh, your own Sailor Moon podcast. The Shy Sailor Moon podcast. And I'll just come on and you not know Shiler anything. Moon? Shiler Moon. Shiler Moon. Tune in. Spelling could be there too. Right? Could it just be an H. Shiler Moon. <laughs> Shy Prince so, of Power. Moving on. <laughs> okay. Before so fast we get nine. To, before we get to Birds of Prey, which is oh, the thing eating potatoes. <laughs> oh, wow. Sorry. Um, I want Super to high. talk about something else that will bring us on some crazy tangent. Okay, no doubt. Mm -hmm. Again, I am um, Roger Rabbit, and you guys are baby, is it baby Huey? Baby Herman? You know what I'm talking about? You, the little we, baby and Roger Rabbit. You are going down a hole, okay. and I see that you're reaching, you know but I just about? can't reach in with you because I don't know what's in it. That baby and Roger Rabbit. The one with the cigarette. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cigar. That guy. Right, but in, his, in the <laughs> yeah. shorts, there's a couple shorts that they made where he's like walking across like uh, a kitchen countertop and like oh, just narrowly like missing and knives like, and stuff. Yeah. And Roger Rabbit's like, ah, and like running after him. Like, oh my gosh, yes, him. okay, yeah. Okay, now you're with me? I'm with you. You guys are with me? We're with you. All right, you guys are the babies and I'm Roger Rabbit. Okay, but our knives are adorable. <laughs> and Jake Gyllenhaal shaped. Jake Gyllenhaal. Oof. Okay, what I can get knife. on that. I'm right, I'd get cut by that. <laughs> okay. Um, Solid. Another topic that you guys are gonna take the ball and run with Babies, not babies. I don't like them. Not human babies, <coughs> but I'm talking about baby versions of famous characters. For example, we all watch Mandalorian, or maybe some of us. Did we all watch yeah. Mandalorian? Yeah, we all we fell did. in love with Baby Yoda, right? Dadalorian, am I right? Daddy Lorian. Daddy Lorian. Daddy Lorian. Uh, Hashtag Daddy Lorian. Before Baby Yoda, there was Baby Groot, which also people fell in love with. Guardians oh, of the Galaxy Two. My first love. Uh, your first baby love? Yeah. Yeah. After that, after all that, recently with the Super Bowl commercial, Baby, baby Nut. Nut. Oh, Which God. is, they planted how Peanuts, Mr. Peanut. How did workshop that name? I, I just want to know who in that, like, writer's room was like, Baby Nut. I don't know. Baby Nut. What I want to see is Baby Nut and Baby Group face off. I want to see a full-on brawl. That sounds horrible Toddler because... Toddler Fight Club. I mean, it would be great, but Baby Groot would rip Baby Nut apart. But... Because he's he's vicious. Baby well, Groot listen, is vicious. I mean, Team Groot's vicious. Baby Groot's still in the Baby, pot. No, but Baby Groot, like, ran after that lizard thing and, like, Baby beat Nut it up. can yeah. regenerate. Okay, fair. fair. Baby Baby Nut can regenerate. So can Baby Groot. So can Baby Groot. Yeah, so all Baby Groot gotta do is punch him. And then another baby. What's this? Like, why wouldn't Baby Groot just like assimilate Baby Nut inside of baby him nut. Oh, and just host him in Ew. his body? That's pretty much what they started. Oh, right. and what if they morphed and they like created like this hybrid Baby Nut, Baby Groot thing? Oh, like it's a Gundam type yeah. thing. Yeah. Baby Nut is in the middle of the mech, <laughs> and then he's like the mech suit. <laughs> Oh, team! We've been talking so much about versus. Yeah, never, you never thought of a team, team up. up. Ooh, who would win in a fight? Love baby Yoda more. versus Baby Nut in a Baby Groot Mecha. Baby Yoda, he would use the Force. He would use a for but baby group mecha. I cannot get over this baby group mecha. It is Can so cool. There is With his someone fucking out there monocle in there, just like shh, shh. he doesn't have a he monocle as a baby though, like right? Doesn't he? Or yeah, yeah. unless the monocle did, is right? uh, like a heads-up display. Oh, and it just comes down like because, Super Saiyan style. Yeah, yeah. 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 And baby. Group He's like, like looking at Baby Yoda and just like it's over nine thousand. Ooh, that's the matchup. Baby Yoda's all like. 
do you guys have any other favorite baby versions of anything? Um, ba- I mean, there was, you know, Muppet Babies and Disney Babies and Looney Tunes Babies and Baby Jabba. I, I think love. That's what we, we talked about. <laughs> but very briefly before the show started, I confess that yeah, Baby Yoda is cute, but like I love Baby <laughs> Jabba, the Hutlets yeah. from from Clone Wars. They are so ugly. They they're, so so ugly. they're so cute. I give you trash. They look so because they look like little sandworms from Dune, just like yeah, you and your Dune. I love them. I love me dude. some wormy boys. Okay, hold up. Best babies. Okay, best baby. We gotta throw it back to. 97, Sailor Moon, Black Dream Hole, the movie. The second, the third, it's either the second or the third in the the trilogy, where they turn into the baby Sailor Scouts. This is such a deep cut, I can't follow you. Yeah, I'm not with you on this one, but okay. okay. I mean, we'll throw up pictures throughout this whole episode. Google will help us. I'm a fan of uh, Marvel babies. There's Baby Avengers versus Baby X-Men. Because X-Babies used to be a thing back in the 80s. That would be so violent. Can you imagine, like, a Baby X-Men where it's, like, all the versions of the X-Men as babies, and then they have a babysitter, and, like, Cyclops is losing his glasses, and, like, and just absolute chaos. Beast is mixing things and making things blow up. Like, this sounds like chaos. It's, oh, it's and I'm definitely here chaos. For it. When they did an Avengers versus X Men, when they had that whole crossover event, they did a Baby Avengers versus Baby X Men crossover, and it's super cute. Like, even Captain America has a lowercase a on his helmet, mm-hmm. and, like, it's super cute, and that's my pick um, before we leave the baby talk. Baby Yoda. But uh, done, done but I do like the idea of baby nut in a baby group mecca. Yeah, yeah. I think that is peak baby for me because I actually don't like babies. They don't do much for me. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, there are a lot of ugly babies out there. Yeah, like in real life. Like, look at that thing right there. Oh yeah, the Judge Dread comic. Oh, that is a Judge baby. Dredd number eight has a really ugly baby on the cover of it. Yeah. Um, Eat the baby. But also, that baby looks super aware. Like yeah. that thing knows what's happening. Also, super buff. Look at that, that baby would rip a... Baby got an eight pack. It is a a very bold, by the way, not to have that baby in a diaper. Just saying. (laughs) Oh, yeah. That guy does not care about what's happening to his robes. Yeah. Anyway, I'm sorry. Tangent over. So, let's talk about what we're really here for, (coughs) other than the Geek News of the Week. Uh, Let's talk about Birds of Prey, which just came out a couple days ago. Did you? That's so funny because on the last episode, Eric Wargo cuckawed for Birds of Prey, and he's like, everybody's yes. gonna leave the theater being like, cuckaw. And I'm like, I, I can't really cuckaw. I can go, hoo, hoo. You can pigeon? Yeah, I can Solid. pigeon. Okay. You know? Solid. Thank you. The latent Peter Pan syndrome in me knows how to crow. Yes. So nice. You look yeah. like you can be Peter Pan. Crow. Thank you. Yeah. Oh my God, that's like legitimately the best compliment I've the, ever gotten. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, when somebody once I said that my profile crow. could be on a penny, and I thought that was the greatest that's, uh, that's compliment great. that I've ever gotten. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. I was told I looked better with the lights off, so. Um, that's fair. They're yeah. rude, and, and I'll hurt them for you. I, I took it as the best compliment. <laughs> I was like, you're not wrong. I mean, whatever makes us look better, right? Yeah. You know? Um, let's talk about Birds of Prey, the Shut movie that just came out. Um, <coughs> as far as DC movies goes, DC doesn't have the best batting average, yeah. especially compared to Marvel, which all studios are looking at for like some sort of you know, uh, uh, formula. template, <coughs> formula. Uh, DC doesn't have the best batting average. Going into Birds of Prey, before you even saw the movie, what did you guys think? 
Um, like going, like so. Like, are you, you saying like first expectation? Yeah, oh, so. your expectations going into Birds of Prey. Um, I don't know. You know, so the thing is, I know a lot of people have a lot of beef with the DC films, and I kind of don't. Um, they are very much a different wheelhouse than the Marvel films, and I'm okay with that. I'm not usually going in for like. Um, a completed universe when I'm watching these things. So when they try to make it work like that, it's fine. It doesn't feel like it's cohesive. Yeah. But like a standalone piece, I almost always enjoy. I really enjoyed Shazam. I enjoyed Wonder Woman. I'm probably in like the lowest common denominator of people who actually enjoyed Suicide Squad. Okay. Um, and I, I think honestly, to an extent. It, there were certain good things that Trash. probably made me. Trash. Yeah, that probably cut all my credibility out from under me. But yeah. that's fine. I mean, to you each their own. You like what you like. Um, I think there's a lot to find and enjoy in these films if you go in like not wanting a very particular version of your character. And Does I think it's because. Doesn't that suck? I don't know because I feel like DC has hurt me with all their reboots right. to the point where like. I just go in, I'm like, sure, you're going to put their name on whatever version of this character you want to make, and you're that's talking about fine. comics? Yeah. Like the reboots of the comics? Because we so were both, I know you and I, big fans of Young Justice. Oh, yeah. those characters grow up. Yeah. And then New 52 hits, and they don't exist, and they or just, partially exist. Oh, yeah. They just, did that they with just Red Hood. decimated their characters. Um, with, with what? With the... The Red Hood comics, they just, like, scrapped it and restarted. But it's not new continuity. Mm. Red Hood and Outlaws? Yeah. After Rebirth? Yeah. I don't know. I'm not up to date with gotcha. Red Hood. But we'll see. Disappointing. We'll find it out in post. I, I love Trash. <laughs> I love saying we'll fi figure it out in post. And then, and then like, but then I. Uh, <laughs> As I, a post supervisor, that's my least favorite thing I hear is yeah. like, we'll figure it out in post. Well, I'm it's the one like, doing no, the, post. the hell you will not. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll find out who's right and who's wrong. And. We'll all still be friends. I'm probably all wrong on all my Sailor Moon dates, yeah. just so you like, know. There isn't even a Sailor Moon crystal. Yeah. How dare you? Sailor Moon's not even Sailor real. Moon, Black Hole Sun. Sailor Moon's, but okay. <laughs> Whatever. Black Dream Hole. Um, it's a good movie. So yeah, going in, I had low expectations for yeah. Birds of Prey. Yeah. Uh, I wasn't sure what to think. I knew I was going to see it. I knew I was going to see it for the show. And as someone who really loves DC Comics and hates a lot of those movies, I was like, I want this to be good. And I went in, and what did you guys think about the movie itself? I love how you literally just set yourself up to give your review, and then you're like, but I'm going to throw it back to these guys. It's basketball. I go this, and I go whoop. And because I don't know sports, I'm just going to go. Don't throw it there. There's nobody there. Oh. There's nobody to your left. Don't pass the ball to nobody. <laughs> what answer? What did you guys think about the, the movie? I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, I mean, again, I these movies exist for the lowest common denominator, such as myself, and I'm fine with that. Um, I think that, I mean, I don't want to say it like lowest common denominator, like if you enjoy it, you're trash. You're not. <laughs> you, you clearly, like, you enjoy what you enjoy, and I think that's fine. I think we have a very explosive culture that likes to trash someone for their enjoyment. Excuse and I... I don't think that's okay. Like, I think it's all right to, like, enjoy things for yeah. the sake of enjoying yeah. them. Um, nothing has to be a work of art. Like, you made something, <coughs> the audience enjoyed it, and that's okay. Yeah. That said, um, I thoroughly enjoyed this film. I thought that um, having a female director, I know this is, opinion's been coming under fire, but mm -hmm. I think having a female director really lended something to this movie. Yes that I think would have been missing with um, a male director's gaze. So you have David Ayer, who I love. I loved Fury. He did such a good job with that film. But like you had Suicide Squad, which he then went on to do. And um, it just very much felt like 
the entirety of Harley Quinn's existence was sexualized. In Suicide and that's, Squad. In Suicide Squad. Yes. And that's, you know, that's fine to an extent. Right. I mean, comics do it all the time. Right. But if you want to do a movie where your heroine is the lead and you want to tell a story about her and her plights, having it from a female perspective obviously gave it a much stronger feeling. Like, you, even from, like, the... Um, the choice in wardrobe, you have a much skimpier version in Suicide Squad than you have in um, Birds, of Prey. Birds of Prey. And it's not even that different. She's still in shorts, she's still in a shirt. It's just the difference between uh, booty shorts and jeans and a loose fitting tee and her daddy's little monster shirt. Like, right. it's. Which I really yeah, love choices that they like that. They do callbacks like that. And I think every woman is allowed to, like, enjoy being both. Yeah. Like, I don't think, like, there's a wrong way to do it. Like, right. if you're, if you want to dress that way and own it, like, I feel like there's nothing wrong with that. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, I think it's all in how um, things are shot and the way <laughs> that. Um, if certain topics are portrayed like there's definitely a call to rape culture in this and yes. I think that the way they handled it was very tasteful yeah. um, I, I'm not sure it could have been handled quite with the same finesse right. um, if you had like I said a male director so there are two parts uh, jumping on that no, two parts do. that stand out which is when Harley gets drunk and wasted yes. and, and off her rocker and the guy takes her outside right mm -hmm. there's that scene there's also the scene where the girl uh black mass thinks that this girl is laughing, is at, him. laughing at him and then he Demands when he feels her. belittled as a man mm -hmm. uh everything good over there okay uh, when he feels belittled as a man he uses his power to and exerts his power on these people, yeah. specifically the women. He doesn't yeah. call out any other person, the men. Yeah. He, he wants the, the man to help right. yeah. by giving him He the makes knife. him complicit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and it's literally his power over a woman. And her stand on the table, dance, and she's obviously not for yeah. it. Mm -hmm. And then and then, strip. and then strip. She doesn't want to strip. Uh, he gets the guy to cut her dress off. Mm -hmm. Now, it was very uncomfortable. Yes. Um, and Black Canary cries a little yeah. bit. She sheds a tear. <laughs> she knows how bad it is. Uh, and as a viewer, I'm watching this and it's very uncomfortable. And I feel like with a director, I don't want to say all male directors would do it this way, no, yeah, but I think obviously. that Michael Bay directors, style directors will get, uh, make that more sexualized. Yeah, 100% I think it would have been like, they 100% probably would have focused on the cutting of the fabric. You probably mm -hmm. would have gotten tighter shots of that. Yeah. You would have seen more skin. They did it in a very tasteful way where like, we were all uncomfortable as an audience, right. but she still managed to like, cover a majority of herself up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that to me like, was very tasteful. Right. And you see enough of it, though, to still make it uncomfortable. To still just take away, like, this is an incredibly tense and uncomfortable mm -hmm. and demeaning and demoralizing it scene. Is. Like, it is, like, you really brought this woman, like, low. Right. And there are certain touches uh, I know that we, we talked about uh, in the movie that I feel like, yeah, only a woman <laughs> director would have thrown these in or could have handled these topics. Or you see that they brought something new. Yeah. Because, let's be honest, female directors isn't something uh, they that's really, very prevalent yeah. out there, especially in action movies right. uh, and superhero movies uh, and in movies in general, but it lends a unique eye to certain things. Well, even when it came to the police department and all of that stuff, they really brought home the fact that this is a man's world and even though like she's great at her job, she's still belittled, she still doesn't get the job. <laughs> Renee, she, yes. Renee Montoya. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. 
So it really brings home that women are fighting that, women are fighting rape culture all the time. Like, there are just a lot of things honed in that, for a superhero movie, it's kind of nice because they're not heroes, they're villains, but yet, like, it's showing that, like, even these strong, powerful women go through unsettling parts of the day that we go through. Mm -hmm. Right. It focuses, I mean, all the main characters are female in yes. this movie. Um, and minorities. And minorities, uh, you know, again, for the uh, yeah. most part. Uh, yeah, they're pretty big. And Gotham itself is shown In the mostly daytime. during the day. Yeah. Which, Which is, is <laughs> weird for, like, a Gotham film. Yeah. Like, as someone who, like, has watched you know, and grown up so with DC, yeah. it's so interesting to see Gotham in the daytime because yeah. I feel like the only time I got that was in the Gotham TV show. Yeah. Right. Where I'm like... Where you're forced to show Gotham in the daytime. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know if forced, but yeah. Right. I mean, you have to, if you're doing a TV show, you have that, like, you have a lot of time. It's not going to just be night shots, yeah. right? right? But, like, Gotham's during the day. It It's more people of color, which, let's be honest, big cities have... Huge melting uh, pots, of, uh, yeah. melting pots of minorities. But where Tim, huge, Burton, Tim world. Burton world, everybody's white. Everyone's it's Whoville it's, in it's, in Tim Burton's yeah. world. And uh, so you show color, you show that diversity, and then you show that like villains aren't always just like <laughs> I'm a villain in the dark and like yeah. I'm in this and I just have weird henchmen around me. Roman Sionis had a club yeah. that normal people went to mm -hmm. and they just dealt with his shit. He also did most of his business during the day. Yeah. Yeah, normal business hours, guys. Yeah. And nobody suspects him. Why? Because he doesn't look like a penguin. Right? I'm serious. He doesn't have a physical deformity. Right. Uh, he, he came from a, a rich mafia family. A rich... No, they're not mafia. <laughs> oh. Well, as far as I could tell, his his parents own Janus Corp or whatever, okay. and he or got Anus kicked out. Or Anus Corp, as it said on the <laughs> side that? of the or wall. Or Anus Corp. Oh, that was a delightful. Uh, and he created his ring of bad things gotcha. after he got kicked out kicked of that out. Gotcha. legitimate company. Yes. And that's why he's a spoiled brat, right. which is a totally new take mm -hmm. on like this like villain thing. Is a spoiled brat that it's mine. She's mine. This is mine. Yeah. Ooh, it's not clean. Ooh, yeah. kill her. Yeah. Ooh, snot bubble when he kills. Uh, yeah, he that it. was that was awful. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. Oh. It, was, it was a snot bubble, and like, I didn't get to read it all. But when Harley Quinn goes, uh, the reasons why he would hate her, yeah. and it flashes through like fifty things. I couldn't read them all. Called but, him queer eye for the straight guy. Favorite part. What? Just being a woman. Yeah. Like having a <laughs> vagina. Yeah, mm -hmm. and that was something that was very specific to that character. He was a misogynist, yes. by, and, and he by wanted large. his way, yeah. and like, who knows what was going on with between him and Zaz. Right. I don't know. Uh, the fan fiction does. <laughs> this is for every time I did him, and it's just the tally. No. <laughs> yeah. oh. um, I'm saving a special place. Oh, so, yeah. Uh, um, so... There was something different about this Gotham. There's something different about this movie. And uh, I think, I mean, I liked the movie a lot. Yeah. Like I did. And I want to watch it for a second time because you're the only one who's seen it. I've seen it twice. twice. Nice. Yeah. The only one in the world. Yeah. Only in the world. No. No, I saw it the first time as a consumer. I just wanted to be entertained. And then the next time we saw it, I read the reviews about it. And then I went in thinking, okay, what is the director making for these choices? And we talked about that. Yeah. Um, acting choices for Margot Robbie like she was standout performer in all yeah. this oh my god the stunts in this film by the way we haven't touched on them okay. yet yeah. this is phenomenal dance. it was fight choreography but it was dance choreography it was yes so Margot Robbie is trained in gymnastics mm -hmm. she was trained and they took full advantage of oh, that 
the things that she was able to do was it, it was beautiful because I feel like there's a through line there from Suicide Squad. Yeah. Because you had that dance performance <laughs> in, the, in the Suicide Squad right. thing where she's like oh, clearly doing the aerial uh, uh, yeah. silks. Um, and to see that carry through in such a beautiful way where you got to yeah. like basically watch her let out of her cage. Yeah. Well, it, was, it, is, it was so good. It was every moment, including when she falls out of the truck and rams it into the chemical thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The way she falls and mm -hmm. watches, it's very poised and just straight. It's, it's, she doesn't fumble or anything. It's beautiful to yeah. watch. She really is taking fight choreography and making it into this dance. And it's very entertaining and it's very beautiful. Yes. And it's not only her, but Huntress did it. It was Oof, a lot Huntress. of, oh, sorry. I could go yeah. on about how beautiful it was. Yeah. Especially the, the water. When they there, oh yes the, the prison oh that scene. prison scene was, <laughs> was so good there were yeah. so many moments where the kicks especially because and I'll always recall um, this anime called Shadow Skill oh okay yeah this throwback okay. here and it was how men have like intense upper body strength mm -hmm. but women have like all of all their power their is in their legs yeah. and I felt like so much of this was showcased in Birds of Prey yes was all their strongest hits were kicks, kicks. that mm. or melee or melee that felt so powerful. Mm. There are so many times where like they hook their leg and they just bring that guy's face down onto right. the ground. And the way that they do it is just beautiful. I oh. feel like this film is what Suicide Squad wanted to be. Yeah. I, well, I mean, yeah. I music. The music choices were better in this. Because yes. I was afraid, because Shy told me that there was a lot of music in this. Yes. And I was I afraid to be like Suicide Squad where it was like yeah. 10 seconds of really popular songs of that very specific moment in time. And then they like threw those in, just yeah. hodgepodge. Yeah. And uh, that's what Suicide Squad did wrong. <laughs> uh, and this one. They basically daredeviled it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, also, okay. I highly enjoy the fact that Harley Quinn shows off her PhD at the beginning. Mm -hmm. She's showing the stages of grief after yeah. break. They don't just go straight into crazy madness. It shows her dealing with it because that's a normal breakup. But she's going through traumatic, yeah. gaslighting, manipulating. It's Joker and her don't have a real relationship. It's mm -hmm. toxic. It's right. it's terrible. So seeing her try to process that with her PhD while making all these bad decisions, while pointing out everybody's bad decisions because she has a PhD, yeah. it was hilarious. She psychoanalyzes everybody, everybody. throughout the whole movie, yes. which was awesome to see the smart side of her. Because you Quinn. forget yes. that. You forget she is a doctor. Well, the guy in the club was like, <laughs> uh, dumb. What do you say? Dumb, dumb slut. Dumb slut. And she breaks his legs, yeah. and she goes, "I have, have a, a PhD." PhD. Like, yeah, eh, ooh, that was gruesome. Yeah, but the, all the leg scenes were so. There was a couple gruesome. of leg scenes where she like breaks the dude's kneecap one way, <laughs> breaks, breaks it, it the other he gets way. His, like, he does Oof. a high kick, right? He yep. does like this like heel kick down into the window, mm -hmm. gets Oof. it stuck. She breaks it. She breaks the other one. Breaks ooh, it the other. That way. was gruesome. Oh, it was great. I <laughs> and then the guy with minute. his knees. In the, sorry, this is just a funny scene where everybody comes to kill her in the beginning, mm -hmm. and the guy in the wheelchair is like, Ugh, and yes. then he gets run over by the van yeah. that. <laughs> um, the fight scenes, though. What was cool about the fight scenes is I feel like a lot of movies that have fight scenes can just, you can take one fight scene from one movie and put it put in another in movie. Mm -hmm. But in this movie, the fight scenes are specific to the character, <laughs> yes. the situation, and the environment. Yes. All three. And it's bright. Everything is so bright. 
there was nothing like what yeah. I enjoyed about the the film and the fight scenes and to jump off the fact that mm. everything was so bright nothing was hidden yeah like yeah. in a lot of fight scenes like you can cheat mm -hmm. your shots yeah. by having it be colored in a way that like all the blacks are crushed and yeah. you like you can hide in the shadows yeah. there was none of this here like a lot of the scenes were very brightly lit or in a way that like a lot of the hits were exposed yeah. Yeah. and that looked and felt so powerful like a lot of kung fu movies do that too where like um, I noticed like a lot of it was you would hit and then you would do the double hit on the next take and yeah. it just it reinforces like how powerful the hit is yeah. by seeing it twice, twice in a frame and you don't realize that's what you're seeing but when you do it's just like oh shit that's mm. a really cool way to do Mind it. Mind trick. Yeah. They, did, they didn't do really short rapid cuts mm -hmm. in those, which they normally do for like Liam Neeson movies. <laughs> When Liam Neeson, uh, somebody was pointing out in Taken 3, it takes, it, there's like 50 cuts of Liam Neeson getting over a fence. <laughs> like, just getting He's over a fence. He's doing his best. <laughs> He's old. He can't keep I up. I know, but like, in, in, in fight scenes alone, right. like, they'll do a lot of cuts, rapid cuts, shaky cam. They did yeah. not do that. No. Mm. Everything was crisp. Everything was clear. Yeah. And everything was, had a reason. Well, we were watching a trailer, and I turned to you, and I was like, this is all handheld. Because, oh, yeah, well, because I it, was, what it was. Because it was just so shaky, and I was yeah, just yeah. like, they messed up. Mm. Because you could have Oh, done that. it was the Kumal Nanjiani, uh, Issa Rae yeah, yeah, yeah. movie. It, uh, all handheld. Yeah. It, it just made it look cheaper than it could have been. Yeah. Um, did you guys have any criticisms about the movie? Because, I mean, it's pretty fair to say that we all liked it. Yeah. I, my thing comes with the writing. DC really struggles with writing. Okay. Um, but other than that, it was it was a pretty solid film. My problem comes with the people who are watching it and criticizing it and okay, being yeah. like, it's too feminist and uh, it's all men are bad and women good and I which I didn't feel at I all. Mean, like yeah. they blatantly show off like these parts of these women that aren't aren't good at no. all. Like yeah. Renee Montoya These is like an alcoholic and yeah. they touch on that. Yeah. Yeah. She shows up to a fight drunk and yeah. that was the best part because she as an actor had to keep pretending to be drunk throughout the entire fight scene. Oh yeah, all that Oh, that was fight scene. Yeah. Back to the fight scenes, just fight so, scenes were great. But, yeah, sorry. sorry. Yeah. That was no. just my <laughs> biggest problem, is people criticizing it for that purpose. Yeah. Oh, it's another, they're pushing their agenda with the feminine, yeah. like, why can't we just have a girl power movie and be cool with it? Because we have so many movies that just a bunch <laughs> of guys, like literally the Ocean's Eleven, the Ocean's franchise, yeah. 11, 12, and 13, that trilogy, is predicated on the fact that those guys have no girls who are friends. Yeah. Like, it's just a bunch of guys got together yeah. and did the heist. Plus, why, why do we Why do we say that it's not likely for all a bunch of girls to get yeah. together and do a thing? And that's what happened. This movie was just a bunch of John Mulaney wrote that skit. Doing their own <laughs> thing. Because they would all bitch about each other's outfits. Who to be in the same <laughs> place at the same time towards the end. That's huh? all it was. This movie was about powerful women doing their own individual things. Yeah. And then circumstances brought them brought together. Them together yeah. At the very end. At the very end. Especially Huntress. Huntress oh, yeah. pops into the end. She's so she was great, amazing. Great I loved her so much. <laughs> I needed more of her. Yeah, I Her being like her. Of, that was socially my awkward yes. was delightful yeah. actually. Her because it makes sense. Well, it's interesting too because Helen is a very brusque character. Yeah. Like yeah. in the comics she's like very much like yeah. no nonsense. Yeah. Well, like, this goes back to also the women directing, sorry where Huntress is holding, when she's not Huntress quite yet, she's holding her little brother's car in her hands while they're all getting shot, and then we go back to her hold, handing it to Cassandra saying, you don't need to be seeing this, hold on to this. Yeah. That's a nice throwback. Mm -hmm. That like, it's a sentimental value, and because she went through that as a child, she's now giving this to Cassandra yeah. to protect her in a way. Cassandra was somebody different to each of them. 
yes. adult characters. Yes. yes. Huntress saw herself in Cassandra. Yes. Uh, Black Canary saw another street uh, yeah. person because she was from yeah. the street. Harley Quinn saw, well, I don't know. Uh, to me, help Har- me out with so <coughs> interestingly enough, I almost wonder if Harley Quinn saw the child she could have had with the Joker because there's a lot of illusions oh. in Suicide Squad yes, that, that there was a child see- that could have been. Yeah. Oh, okay. um, and I think there's even like a deleted scene where that there's baby didn't, clothes. Yeah, that yeah. didn't make it mm-hmm. where they she has like this whole fantasy yeah. of like this life that they were going to lead. Mm-hmm. Joker would kill that kid in an instant. Oh, well, yeah. he has killed kids, so yeah, yeah why not? Why not? Oh, oh, Robin. So yeah, oh, <laughs> buddy. Um, to me, I see Harley Quinn just really appreciates because nobody likes her in this movie. They keep throwing the yeah. effect. No, but this is why nobody likes you. Oh, she's you're a the bitch. Nobody bad likes person. You. Yeah, yeah well, she knows yeah. she's terrible. She's killed so many people. But yet, here's this person who's just like, Nah, you rad. I want to be you. And she's just yeah. like, yeah. This is different. She had Doc, but then when it came down to it, Doc was just like, It's all business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With the kid, it was never just business and it was supposed to be like harley quinn was was in a shit part of her life but it still looked fancy for cassandra yeah yeah because cassandra still had it worse Mm -hmm. so i think harley really honed in on that aspect and was just like this is somebody who sees the best of her and her as she as she views herself somebody who doesn't know the joker doesn't know oh yeah she didn't know the joker with joker because everybody that was the whole point of the movie Without Joker, you are nothing. She says, what is a Harley Quinn without a master? Mm -hmm. Nothing. And that's when that guy comes in. It's just like, So, I think think that's what she honed in on, was this chance at a new start, in a way. And then she keeps her at the end, like as her apprentice. (laughs) You could say pet. What's interesting to me, and it's so funny that we said Cassandra Kane's different to everyone, yeah. was the fact that they used Cassandra Kane. Yes. I, like, I, that's one of that's my criticism. My criticism. <laughs> I wish my, they just named her something different something and, and it would have been fine. Like, there's no reason to take a beloved character and just right. shoehorn, shoehorn her name in for the sake of doing it. And she'll never be she'll, what we want. Yeah, yeah, she'll never be like the Cassandra Kane like badass that we know and love. Right. It just, that, that felt weird and a little cheap to me. That's one of my um, big criticisms. But that, I think that might might be right now. My, I've only seen it once, and yeah. I did it in a, like a consumer point of view, where I literally just went in for a good yeah. time. Yeah. Um, but right now, I think like that as a DC fan is my only criticism is that I love Cassandra Kane. Cass Kane is yeah. like for me, it's Tim Drake and Cassandra Kane, and they are literally neck and neck. Like it is. She's phenomenal yeah. and consistently phenomenal. I mean, aside from that one part in Robin where like she gets brainwashed by Lady Shiva and it's just a whole oh, yeah, clusterfuck. Like, yeah. But also, I love her. Um, I, love I ship those two, by the way. I know I you, told you? you mentioned that. Yeah, like an alternate, like in the Batman Beyond future, which Tim I think Drake is really interesting because I think Cass Kane is too good for everyone. But I Tim did, Drake is too good for like Wonder Girl. You know what I mean? I didn't like that they made them a thing no. anyway. Um, but I think what was really cool was I liked that very briefly Superboy and Cass Kane had something. What? It was really weird, I don't like that. and I don't like it that. was really dumb. And oh, it was okay. literally, but I think it's mostly because Connor Kent flirts with anything that walks. And that was Does like, he? yeah, it was in the 90s Superboys oh, thing. So OTP, Starfire, and Robin, whatever. <laughs> oh, well, that's where we differ. Yes. She's Starfire and Dick Grayson. Dick okay. Grayson. Who do you ship with Dick? I love Barbara and Dick, but I don't. But I don't think they should ever be together. No. Because I don't think Dick could handle it. You know who I feel is so sad when I would love to see them together, but don't want to? 
Ted Slayton. Cord, oh, yeah. Ted Cord and Barbara mm. Gordon. No, because Ted Cord and Blue Beetle belong together. Okay. Or, Ted sorry, Ted Cord, Blue going, Beetle and Booster Gold belong no, no. together. Going back yes. to OT, Ted yes. has a crush on, uh, on That's Oracle. fine, and that's fine, because who doesn't? Gay. Booster and they're Blue BFS, Beetle and I love They're BFS. Going, Paul, thank you. Going back to OTPs in Birds of Prey. Prey, yeah. Uh, at the beginning, they mentioned how Harley Quinn has had a lot of heartbreaks, and then they threw they in a shoot, woman. Yeah, they threw in a woman, yeah. which was interesting enough. I kept waiting to see Pamela Isley come in. Like, yeah. I kept hoping that they were just going to be like, surprise, there's Ivy, and yeah, well, okay. I just, it never happened. They, I feel like that was the teaser for it. If I there wanted is it so bad. Next, I feel like that was the input, because right now, mm, Harley Quinn's got to be by herself. Yeah, she has to be by herself. Here's the thing, though. Yeah. Here, uh, one of my criticisms about this movie, nice big thing, in. was it didn't choose a lane. Mm. It was both Birds of Prey and a Harley Quinn movie, yes. mm -hmm. but not in a cohesive enough way that I would have wanted. A, a lot of the criticism coming down on it is that the narrative is too much. Like, Harley Quinn narrates way too much for the film. She does. And that it's okay. very it's very hard for people to, again, find a lane for the film because there's right. a lot going on. With interestingly, the yeah, interestingly enough, I didn't mind that because yeah. I feel like every character had their own genre and the movie really did a good job blending those genres together. Mm -hmm. okay. So I thought it was fucking hysterical when Huntress shows up and the, in the, in, uh, Guy, Mr. Guy, Mr. Mr. Zaz? No, 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 no. <laughs> who was the, Doc, Doc, oh, Doc's, Doc. um, she shows up at the Chinese restaurant and it literally becomes almost, um, Kill Bill esque. In, uh, yeah. Number I'll take the or number thirty two <laughs> yeah. or mild yeah, or whatever. Mild. And and the way that like they filmed that and her whole like assassin training, like yeah. Yeah. it was so cool. And I love that uh, Renee Montoya had her own like eighties cop vibe. Yeah. And I love that every woman had its own like a uh, Sorry, uh, Canary Black Canary. The, Dina the had her. Throw in. Yeah, oh, she yeah, had like yeah. her her funk town like vibe that I loved yeah, yeah. so well, much. Yeah, there's like and a black flotation. Yeah, that maybe was... that's me just saying that because she was black, but I don't think so. I think there there was a street level. I felt, it felt Gotham, very like it kind of felt very shack like in a way, like which uh, I enjoyed. Shaft. 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 It felt very shaft like. Oh my god. Yeah, black flotation. Yeah, Van Diesel. Van Diesel. Transformers. <laughs> Transformers. It was very Transformers, which I really enjoyed. Um, no, it, I, I liked that all the genres were, it, it felt like a melting pot of genres, <laughs> but Harley Quinn was the one who was steering all yeah. of it. So all in all, I, I did like the movie. I had some criticisms, but Paul, um, uh, our uh, uh, associate producer slash uh, audio engineer, Slash, just overall cool guy Paul. Yeah, uh, cool, guy Paul. cool guy Paul. I love cool guy Paul. Cool guy. No, seriously, cool guy Paul. throw it back. Go to season three. three? Yeah. Season three of the Keeg, episode two. Probably episode two. Probably episode. Uh, the real fans know who yeah, Paul okay. is. The real fans know who Paul is. Yeah. Paul's amazing, and he's just a treasure. Please go listen to anything he's like on. He does comedy too. Go, go look him up. Thanks for plugging yeah. I will. A hundred percent. What a homie. I'll, I'll a plug homie. for Paul. Matt, you got anything you want me to plug for you? No. You sure? Just uh, go watch the Dodgers, right? Yeah. Okay. All right. right. Go watch the Dodgers, Matt. guys. Do it for Matt. Do it for Matt. Uh, so, uh... As a standalone Harley Quinn film, I enjoyed it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, 
I think that a sequel would, there could be sequels for both now, right? Yeah. Now they've gone yeah, to Yeah, you can 100% have, diverge. A Harley Quinn movie with Poison birds Ivy. birds of prey. Right? Yeah. And now they have birds of prey. Yeah. Interestingly enough, I wonder if they needed Harley Quinn to do the birds of prey. Like, I, maybe. Because yeah. I don't think you would have, like, I don't think anyone would have gone to see it if Margot Robbie had not been in this film. Yeah, but you could have had her as an antagonist <laughs> and had uh, Barbara Gordon be Oracle in Birds <laughs> of Prey. Oh, goodness. You know? Yeah. You're right? Yeah. She's dying. Bless you. Um, so I think, but like, that's where it can go later, maybe. And that you spun off now two movies out of this one. You would need a, a star cast, though, for that to fly off. Yeah. And I well, feel like this was. Jessica Chastain in a wheelchair. Boom. Oracle. Wow, you're just <laughs> diving right into it. I love um, Jessica Chastain. We talked about it last episode. I'm gonna talk about this episode. I'm gonna talk about next episode where we go over Sonic the Hedgehog. She's not in it, but but I love God, her. do we wish she was? Ooh. If she Tails. was Sonic. Oh, don't get me started with those jokes. Anyway, um. So okay, no, this is interesting because yeah. um, we talked briefly about new ways of looking at the villains, mm -hmm. and we're almost seeing that with the cast leaks for the Batman. Yeah. So. The Batman. Yeah. So. What do you? Where do you stand on Colin Farrell and Paul Dano and um, who? They've released a third, haven't they? Or is are they still in talks for uh, someone else? Uh, uh, there is someone else, but I can't remember who. Twilight. Else. What? The Twilight guy. Yeah, we all know well, Robert Pattinson. Robert Pattinson. Yeah. Who? By the way, I, I don't know if anyone else is going to agree with me. For me to be like, okay. Twilight. So it's more like the adults are talking. <laughs> no, no. The Twilight guy. She got there. She, yeah. Is he not part of the cast? Uh, he is. Zoe yeah. Kravitz. Yes. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Um, <coughs> sorry. I need a Teen I Titans movie, then I can chime in. With had a bike crisis. I once wrote a Teen um, Titans uh, script. Fanfic? Script. Fanfic, okay. Yeah, it's a fanfic. You want to talk uh, about trouble in, in Tokyo? Let's go. <laughs> San Francisco? Um, anyway. The Big Hero Six. Oh, so good. Oh God, um, I've never cried harder in a Pixar movie. By the way, Big Hero, Big Hero Six broke me mm. in like so many moments. That's besides yeah. the point. Yeah. I'm the Batman. Yeah, the Batman. Like, are you, I'm uh, I'm one of the few. I'm on board. Who is a hundred percent? I'm hundred percent here for Robert Pattinson. Robert, yeah. Like, he's he's in ten. Uh, oh, Tenet so now we he's done. About, okay. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> now we're talking about yeah. Twilight. Uh, <laughs> Trash. Trash. Um, I just don't want Penguin to be good-looking mafia guy Penguin. Fair. I want Colin Farrell to be bald, horrible bosses Colin Farrell. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. Not Colin Farrell in uh, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Him, mm -hmm. Colin Farrell. You know? You mean Daddy Farrell? Oh, Andy Serkis is playing Alfred. Interesting. Which I think is a waste of okay. Andy Serkis. Yeah. You can get any old cool guy to be Alfred. Andy Serkis should play Clayface. Oh, Alfred. that would be amazing. I mean, give him, give him oh a role God. where he give play him a human range. he wants to show more humans. Let him have range. <laughs> Speaking of range, you haven't seen oh. the Harley Quinn animated series? No. Every character is almost like a parody. Clayface is a actor, mm. and he's very thespian. And like he 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 spins around like Taz, and he turns into like uh, uh, his characters, and he's like, "I'm an out of work mother I raising two this. kids off of a, a part time job." <laughs> oh <laughs> like, my gosh, I love this so and much! This, awesome. And then Doctor Psycho is this misogynist, like he's voiced <laughs> by Tony Hale, and then King Shark is voiced by um, 
Ron uh, Funches, Ron Funch. Okay. Um, and he's it's like, I'm a shark. <laughs> and like, I was like, Ron Funch, you'll he, you'll he get it, Sam. You'll get well, it. You're, I'm a shark. Got yeah, it. He's, he talks kind of like that, and then like. Uh, Kaylee Cuoco does Harley Quinn. And I don't normally like Kaylee Cuoco, but like she does a really good job um, as as her. So check out the Harley Quinn animated show. Good for it's Paul Dini. It's super over the top. Like what? Good for Paul Dini because he's the only creator I can think of in recent years who has created a brand new character that has like taken off to this level. Harley. Like yeah. yeah. Like yeah. I cannot like think of any other contemporary hero or villain. Well, technically, Renee Montoya started in the animated series. I mean, but does she have the same acclaim as Harley no. Quinn? Like, Harley Quinn now has become just as iconic as the Joker. And that's crazy to me. That, like, this character who started in Batman the Animated Series has now become, like, a quintessential iconic. part of the Batman mythos. Yes. Like, that's crazy. Only a couple of uh, characters that are originally created for non-comics make the big jump to comics. X-23 is mm -hmm. another one in X-Men. She was created for X-Men Evolution as an original character. And now she, like, she's getting bigger and bigger. I mean, she's a character in Logan. Yeah. You know? Uh, Let's talk about the real winner. Who's the real winner? Nightstar. You're the child of Starfire and Dick okay. Grayson. You, you and your Really shipping. bringing it back. Uh, yeah. With Okay, go check out uh, the comic Kingdom Come if you want to take a take a gander of that coupling. Um, unfortunately, <laughs> that is all the time that we have today. Uh, you guys did not put your fingers into any sockets or put a not fork for into want a toaster. Of trying. Or, uh, you know... Fall onto a, a, a yeah. you know, Jake hall shaped of knives. knife. We, we yeah. pretty much had a good, yeah. like, we kept each other. A repartee? Yeah. 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 Um, thank you guys so much for coming out. Um, before we get going, I want to know, uh, for the audience to know, uh, what you guys have coming up. Oh, you're. And gonna, where can we can find you, you next? Oh, I don't know if we can. Oh. Hey. It's such a shame. Like, there's, like, projects that happen I in the know. back end that you want to plug. Like, a little, like, a hint. Because Ryan Peckinpah last week. Uh, just sold a script to a certain uh, station, mm -hmm. ah. a certain uh, channel that does a 25 Days of Christmas, and nice. his movie will be one of those Oh, how movies. exciting. Right, well, so how about you can this? give a vague description. Yeah. Uh, follow me on Instagram at shynotshy, S-H-Y, and you'll be up to date on um, the many things I'm in coming out to theaters and TV. Awesome. You doing any plays? Because you do plays too, right? Yeah, you plays uh, not, no plays yet. Mm -hmm. We're working on the equity card for that. But yeah. right now it's just pilot season's done, so we're just full throttle in what we can get our hands on that way. You were the best Sally in a Charlie Brown Christmas. Oh, thanks. I've ever seen. I broke the arm. You did. It was great. <laughs> you broke it on stage. Yep. Oh, my gosh. Uh, first week of rehearsal. Um, That's amazing. And so Sally had a cast yeah. the whole play. I, honestly, I feel like that makes her even cooler. Yeah. Like yeah. she's gruff and like yeah. tough, and I love but, Sally. And yeah. her yeah, with a cast so somehow makes sense. Like yeah. if they don't want her advice, you can just bonk. I'm very lucky to make my living on being on your TV screens. You just probably haven't really seen me yet. It's fine. But you will. You will. So stay tuned. Sam. <laughs> Where can um, we find you next? You can find me at Sam Young on Instagram. Um, mostly it's just cosplay. I don't really talk about my personal life on Instagram or yeah, yeah, in, yeah. on social media. Yeah. Um, but I do work for a post house, and we uh, just did a commercial 
with someone really cool who was in Jumanji. So oh. you may see that coming to your screens. Okay. For, okay. Act, for active wear. Yeah. It was yeah. an ostrich. It was an ostrich. He's not that tall. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, I think that like. Uh, well, I mean, that could be a couple people. That could be a couple people. Yeah. 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 Okay. yeah. All yeah. right. Um, <laughs> and uh, talking about your cosplay, um, I love that picture of you and that hunky Captain Boomerang guy. Oh, yeah. And, uh, that is actually one of my favorite photos because it was, like, largely candid. There's yeah. a photo of me and Demetria, and we randomly ran into each yeah. other at WonderCon one year. And, and she he was, was Tim Drake Robin. I was dressed as Tim Drake, and he was dressed as Captain Boomerang. Captain Boomerang has killed Tim Drake's father in the comics. And so there's, like, this huge adversarial thing that I have with Captain Boomerangs that I run into that largely they don't understand. Yeah. Which is fair, but Dimitri got you know. it right away. Yeah. And I just had grabbed him and I was like, You motherfucker, you killed my father. Yeah. And it's just a great picture. picture yeah. uh, and it's, I think, my only favorite candid photo because none of my chins are in it. You so, stupid. And you look great too. I had the so, chops, I grew out my Yeah, beard and it looked so good. Yeah. It was, that's probably yeah. one of my favorite convention it moments. Was fun. It was yeah. Fun. Next up. Oh. Beast Boy, Starfire, and Robin. Robin. All right. We'll make it happen. Yeah, yeah. let's make it happen. That'll be great. Uh, and then be our next as soon as that, yeah. yeah. Oh, way, that'd be cool. What? Like a cosplay <laughs> edition of your show. <laughs> it's so uncomfortable. Oh like yeah. My full body spandex yeah. and just like. It gets so like hot. Yeah. Giant starfire rig. I'm just yes. like wearing it. Just like this is a scarf. Just like hair. All the body paint. Uh, thank you guys so much for coming on the show. Uh, next week, we'll be talking about the uh, Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Uh, whether it's good, whether it's bad, whether it's blue, whether it's rad. Gotta go fast. Can't wait yeah. for all the furry porn. Yeah, oof. Okay. <laughs> Took it to a it's dark gonna place. It's be James Marsden. <laughs> Edit that out. And James Marsden plays Tails. Um, so, uh, thank you guys for Buy watching out there. Buy your Tails Subscribe on our social media. We're at youtube.com slash thekeeg. Uh, if you're watching this show, you're you know if you're listening to the show, you might want to watch it on YouTube.com/slash/thekeeg. Uh, we also have an Instagram and a Twitter, both at the Keeg Show. Uh, you can stay tuned on that. If you ever feel like talking to us, hashtag Keeg Talk. You know, throw us out a question. We can answer it out on the air. We've had uh, a lot of really fun questions, yeah. actually. Like, what Pokemon Superman would be, or would want to catch, or oh, be a starter yeah, Pokemon. Yeah. That was fun. Whatever random things you guys come up with, we will answer. Um, our podcast, if you're listening to our podcast, the full unedited audio, uh, you're probably listening to on uh, Apple Podcast app or on uh, uh, SoundCloud uh, or soon to be Spotify. Uh, so we're going to be there. You can watch the YouTube show or listen to the podcast. Pretty much however you want to digest it, we're there for you. Um, well. That's... Uh, it for to, uh, tonight. No, it's not tonight. It's, it's daytime it's in Gotham. Daytime. This afternoon. But, yeah. Uh, hey. Thank you, Shy. Coming to you live, Bob. Coming uh, to you live, Bob. Uh, I'm Bob right now. Uh, thank you, Shy. Thank you, Sam, uh, for coming on the show. We're uh, thank you guys. We are friends yeah. now. You guys are best friends now. Yeah. I know. Yeah, we just met like right uh, before filming, show. and you I was guys. like, "You love Sailor Moon. I love Sailor, Sailor Moon. Moon. You're Asian. I'm Asian. Asian. We're actually the same, same kind of Asian." Asian. Ty. <laughs> what? <laughs> Once again, I'm your host, Papa's Demetri Pereira, and this has been The Cube. <laughs>